Hi, my name is Fayen Devi. I'm an artist and sometimes a curator, a writer, a publisher. I'm a mother too, of a seven-year-old boy who's currently obsessed with dragons and ninjas, and we live on an off-grid property in rural Victoria. I was asked some time ago to offer a favour to you, and I've struggled to think of what I can say that might be of interest for you to hear. But then I realised that maybe I could turn that concern back upon itself, that perhaps I could talk to you about frailty and blundering. I still feel sheepish claiming that I'm an artist. I still hear the echo of a tutor at art school who said during one of my studio critiques, I don't know what you're making. It's interesting, but it's not art. She'd been looking through a draft booklet I was making, maybe in my first or second year of art school. It was a strange collection of Mia Farrow quotes from her movies and from her personal confessions as a mother and an angry ex and an activist. I'd found the juxtaposition of texts and contexts intriguing, these roles she played, public and private, and I thought I was onto something until that lecturer said it was not art, and to my regret now, I quietly shelved the project. Fast forward several years, and one facet of my art practice has become a publishing project, and a curator who I've now worked with several times said to me that she was drawn to my practice precisely because it operated outside the usual spaces and forums for making art, because I think of readers and not just audiences, because I activate conversations beyond the conventional white cube. Lately I've been experiencing frailty of a different kind, as illness and disability assert is more prominent in my ways of sensing and moving through the world. At first I wondered what these physical and, to be honest, emotional shifts would mean for my art making. I certainly wondered whether I should abandon art making altogether. But then I remembered how I faced a similar doubt about my practice when I became a mother, since the art making processes I was used to then were both time intensive and materially toxic and not suited to being crammed in between breastfeeding sessions. Yet I eventually blundered my way through and discovered ways of working that merged better with the demands of my new life role. And thus now, with illness and disability, I've remembered this and I've been just a little more prepared for change and willing to stumble into unfamiliar territory again, sometimes circling back, sometimes falling over, but so far, picking myself up once again to follow the questions that intrigue me. As time passes, you who are listening may also feel frail from doubt or new life roles or illness or grief or a multitude of other challenges that might impede the possibility of familiar ways of making art. But if art is a calling for you, then I would encourage you not to fear change. If you honour the questions that interest you, Eventually, you will find ways of working that suit, and readers for your work, and people interested in listening to what you have to say.